I gotta uh I gotta light up my Uncle Ron's. Hell yes, dude. Shout out to Uncle Ron. That's my boy right there. Yeah, he's a man, bro. We're live, baby. Episode 24. We're back. Unbelievable guest tonight. You know him from oh look at that. I love it. Bye guys podcast on Gas Digital. Ian's Infinite Playlist on Sirius XM and pretty much every single big podcast and radio show out there. It's Ian Finance. What's happening, brother? Uh, hey, man. Thank you for having me. I'm digging the mustache. I'm always digging yours, dude. Thank you so much for coming on, man. I appreciate it. You're a fucking busy dude. I uh, I asked you to come on, and then <clears throat> today I'm scrolling through Twitter throughout the day. It's like... Uh, uh jim and Nor- uh jim and sam then you recorded by guys then you were doing twitch i was like holy shit dude this guy's a hustler then you're doing my show then you're doing something else right after this i know i know i gotta go run into a stand-up spot in in williamsburg and then it starts all over again tomorrow at 11 a.m uh it, it's awesome it's great i'm really yeah. lucky i you know everything fell to shit um you know in the middle of March last year and uh, it took a while to course correct, but I'm very happy and I have a lot going on and I'm busy, you know, and yeah, above yeah. all else, you know, the, the biggest gift of this whole pandemic is my ska band has gotten back together. So I just, you know, dreams do come true kids, you yeah, know, so the silver linings in the pandemic for sure. Yeah. So the ska band gets back together. I know. Uh, Every night I pray to China and say, thank you, China. Thank yeah. you for this for the, what is it? The pennies? What's the name of the band? Stock full of pennies P and then YZ. Sock full of pennies. Yes. So yeah. how when did you guys break up? Uh 2003. So we were together from like 99. They they were together from like 98 to 2003. I joined in 99 when I was 14. And uh we put out two albums, one EP. We you know, played out all the time and uh I must didn't go to college. We were going to sign to a label and uh they wanted us to like tour for two years or whatever and i like had to live with my grandparents i wasn't talking to my mom at the time they like argued so much over this you know yeah i ended up going to school i was a freshman they were seniors in high school when i joined the band and they were like starting to live their lives and we're like ah, i got this full-time job with my major i think i might just do that it was a fun thing while it lasted and I, my whole thing was like, I, I wanted to go. And then some of the other guys in the band were like, well, maybe we should just go to school. You know, I think that's why I love being a comic so much. Cause it's like, that's the closest I can get to being, you know, like a, as a touring musician, like a rock star, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Some kind of like comics want to be musicians. All musicians want to be comics. You know, I have, I think I've actually heard that before. Is that a saying? I think it is. I mean, at the end of the night, we're all just trying to get our dick sucked by some groupies, you know? So I mean, yeah, dude. One way or the other, you know, dude. I didn't know that your Scott band was like that serious. I thought it was just like uh, I didn't know that you guys like made albums and almost got signed and shit. I thought it was just kind of like a like a late teens, early twenties like hobby or something. You know, yeah. like oh, me and my buddies had a band. It was wild, man. It was it was great. It uh, it like took off and it was like a really important, fun part of my life. And then it's just like like an old like veteran like. I never picked up the guitar again. You know, I was like, yeah, lay down your samurai sword. Yeah, 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 yeah. I never to kill again on my knees, put it down, put a bit on and walked off into the night, you know, but yeah, I, I went home last weekend and, um, went to a studio outside of Philly and, uh, recorded a track and played with some of the guys again, we're all over the world. So like one guy's in London and others in Canada, three are in California and me and two other guys are on the East coast. So, it's like we're doing everything remotely, but we're all doing like rough tracks, putting together, listening, arranging. And then I went in the studio and I got to go back in two weeks to lay down, down guitar. But it's like wild to be 
writing and like making music again i feel fucking awesome that's fucking <laughs> sick dude yeah yeah it's great and you guys are gonna try and like release an album or something obviously we put out tracks incrementally and then yeah. um, you know like we've been talking about doing like a reunion show on the east coast when all you know when everyone's like vaccinated and healthy so that's probably not for a while you know and yeah. like i played so it was me the drummer and bassist that met up and I jammed with them, um, you know, like for a couple hours Sunday and that felt like great. But we haven't all, that was the first time I played with those guys since I was 18. We all haven't played together since, you know, 2003. 18 years ago? Yeah. I Holy shit. Thought, like I got to relearn our music. You know what I mean? Like I've what do you, picked, what do you play? What's, rhythm guitar. Nice. Yeah. Any, any and singing? It, yeah. Well, on, on like a hardcore track we had, I did like scream vocals. And uh, now I'm like... It's kind of cool. They're letting me write lyrics and like do arrangements. And the guys in the band are so talented that I'll be like, okay, all right, this part here, I want to take that out. Can you do like a na 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 na? And they're like, yeah. And then they do it, and it's fucking awesome, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's a lot of uh, different collaborations, and so I'm doing a lot of like the arrangements and playing guitar and um, the tracks and then writing like lyrics. And on this song that we're working on, me the drummer and bassist, I sing. It's more like screaming. Um, but it's uh, it's really fun, man. I feel like it, it's wild. Is that what Sky is? I like have no idea what it is. I hear I've heard you talk about it since I've heard you on like podcast years ago. Like I've always heard you say Sky. I don't even know what it is. What like could you describe it? Bonnie queefs in your face while you play trumpet. Like that's what Sky is. It's, it's, uh, it's a very good feeling. Uh, a lot of horns, a lot of upbeats on the guitar. So it's like a lot of like tick 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 like kind of that. Um, it's like a very positive, fun, upbeat music. Yeah. Uh, but there's like different, there's like ska core, which is like kind of hardcore and like heavy with like horns and stuff. And um, I don't know. It's, it's real. I mean, you've heard ska before. You just don't know. Like you've heard that's what I'm saying. Like Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. And oh, okay. Okay. So that's, that's what ska is. All right. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. I do know. Okay. There it is. I never, I never knew what, like, what, I heard the genre and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, I know it's some brand of rock, some genre. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a marching band got me out of their parents, you know. So it's like, dude, ska core. So, like, French horns is that what you're talking about? Shit like that. There are some bands with French horns, but you know, (laughs) not not many. Yeah, yeah, a lot of tubas. I don't know if any ska bands have two. We have a trumpet player, trombone player, and a sax player. I was wondering why you had like a slipknot fucking level of people in your band. You're like, yeah, yeah it was like, he's in Canada, four of us are here. I was like, fucking people are in this thing. We have 10 drummers, we all wear masks, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, yeah, dude, that's fucking sick, though. So I, I had no idea that you were like, as, like it was a serious thing. That's fucking awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, it's wild, man. And um, I mean, it's always it's like such a goofy thing. Like, I was in a ska band. Like, it's a silly. That's thing. what I thought it was. Was yeah, like yeah, as course, a teenager or something. But it's like wild because like we release our music, and I've gotten like so much good feedback that people are like, oh, I thought this was going to be a joke. It's like legitimately good. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, it was pretty fun, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So you guys, is it on Spotify and shit? Or like, could, wait, yeah. could I? iTunes. We have a website, sockfullpennies.com with like a bunch of pictures. And I went to my mom's. Dude, God bless my mom, man. She worked the door at like most of our shows and uh, videotaped us and everything. And like, you know, she she was like our ride or die, you know. And uh, she's such a hardcore bitch, man. She would like break up fights and everything. And uh, there was like a fight once and this guy came up. And he was like, some lady pulled me off this guy. And they're like, who? And he pointed at her and they're like, that's Ian's mom, dude. Fuck you. And like, yeah. it was like, you don't do that these shows, you know? And uh, my mom was this badass bitch, man. And she taped all our shows. So I went and found all the tapes 
and got like nine of them digitized. So we're going to, one of the guys in the band is a trailer editor for film. So like he's edited a bunch of Hollywood, like movie trailers. So he's going to cut together like a trailer for like our music as like a teaser for when you release new music. You know, one of the guys became a New York times bestselling author. Like it's fucking crazy, you know, oh, in publishing. It's think- like a movie of guys who go off and have their careers and then come back together to yeah. reform the old band and then they make yeah. it big. I know. Well, it's wild. I, I like when I toured the West Coast, I stayed at like one of their places for a couple of days and it was like so sweet. We played baseball with his son and they're like telling each other knock knock jokes in the car. And then at a gig that night, he gave me a couple of his jokes and I like told them to everyone in the crowd. And it was like really cute and fun. No one liked them, but you know, it was. So- Did you tell him it was from a kid? Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Wanted off as my own. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm trying some new material, dude. You know? <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking, yeah, that's great, man. So good for you guys. So check out the uh, sock full of pennies with a yeah. Z, like offensive. I know. Yes, dude. there it is. Yep. So, um, dude, how did uh, Bye Guys has been fucking crushing it, taking off, starting big. You guys oh. are a few episodes in. How did you guys, how did you and Zach uh, get started with it? I had no idea Zach was a bisexual. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He uh he and I I've been doing real ass podcasts since like 2016 or 2017. And um, you know, I have a good great rapport with him and Lewis. And so, you know, when Lewis would be out of town, they would be like, Hey, can you come and co-host Real Ass Podcast? I'd be like, All right. So it was me and Zach, and we did it for a while, and then we joked that the show was bye guys, because we're both bi. And then it became a thing that it was like a bye guy takeover. And like the first time I hosted without Lewis, I got everyone my own T-shirts and we all wear it in, wore it in studio. And we're like, fuck you, Lewis. Yeah. And uh, so it just became kind of like this thing that we do every month, every couple months. And then um, we talked and we're like, we should do this. Like, we're getting good at this. It's very fun. Let's just do this all the time. So we pitched it and they were like into it off the bat. And so now it's a, a show every week and um, you know, it's picking up. It's great. I, I, I love that people love it. It's very fun. It's silly. And, um, you know, it's, uh, you don't have to be by to be like, you'll ask someone like, I'm not by, can I be on the show? I'm like, yeah, it's not like a fucking theme show. It's like- <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, people love it, man. And it's like, um, you're kind of, you're kind of known as like, like you said, like 2016 is probably like when I first heard you on like compound and shit, like oh, burn, I- burning bridges, uh, uh, Kumia, like, dude, still one of the funniest things I've ever seen was, um, I, I can't remember his name. Do you remember when, uh. You were on Kumia and there was that little like midget child actor, Mason something, and his like dumb whore girlfriend. He was like that guy from the fucking um, like a ham commercial. It's some shit like that. Yeah. He had some like cam girl girlfriend. She was just like abusing him. And (laughs) I was having like a bad day and I just like lost it on her. (laughs) Yeah, dude. You went fucking, you what did you, do you remember what you were arguing with her about? No, I was just making offhanded comments about how like she was just using him in front of us and everything, and like oh, completely seriously. And then like I every it it just like the energy in the room was just everyone everyone was like dying, and it was great. But then like her dog was there, and the dog started attacking me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Say something like, "Oh wow, do you really blow people? Cool." And the dog would be like, ah, ah, <laughs> "Yeah." That's why it was the funniest thing is because yeah. so they're they're sitting at the um. 
it's it's like the studio desk or whatever at, at compound and they're on a panel of three of them it's ian the girl and mesa whatever and it's got this little what was it, like a pomeranian yeah um, the pomeranian is on the desk with them at like head level and ian's like just talking shit to this girl the whole time about being this gold digger and i mean this guy looks like he looks like arnie grape fuck the oompa loompa like this guy's <laughs> he is he is a, a specimen, dude. He's rough yeah. to look at, dude. He's a poor guy. He's this little yeah, like I feel bad. Carter wheel wheelchair motorized scooter, and this girl who's you know kind of dumpy but hot enough, I guess, is like, like twenty one. Love each other. And it's yeah, like, love that he's residual checks. Yeah, how is he still getting those ham residual checks that are worth that much? First you know, off, imagine living off ham residual checks for your whole life. Uh, if it's good money, I wouldn't mind it, dude. Yeah. Depends how much he's getting paid. Seems like he's got decent money. Yeah. If he- I know. Well, he was like a child star, I guess. And then like, yeah, it was just so sad that she was like, basically like, I don't like when we go out, I don't pay and I make him and blah, blah. And he would talk and she'd be like, can you just shut up for a second? And I was like, this is so wrong. <laughs> this no, you did. You did the right thing. Like watching that is like, this is fucking painful. Like, yeah, the guy's funny to laugh at, but it's sad. Yeah. That yeah. This like young cam girl is clearly taking advantage of this guy. Yeah, totally. And then but they just started talking with me like online about it. I just ignored it. I was like, this isn't worth getting into. Like, I'm not trying to. It was like a one time thing. I wasn't trying to encourage people to be like, yeah, you whore. I was like, no, she was like insufferable in studio. And then it was out of my mind. Like so, something came out in the New York Post or whatever. And she and him tagged me as being like an antagonizer. And I just like let it go. I was like, I don't involved in this. Yeah, really? No, but shit. Yeah, I mean, they're like star fuckers. They try to like drum up. Like, um, you know, because the, the more people read this and get eyes on it, the more people are going to sign up for like her cam girl page or whatever. only fans or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, ah, fuck, I'm not getting involved in that. That's crazy. But yeah, Ian was fucking chirping at this girl, just like talking shit and joking with her. And um, anytime he'd say something to him, this little Pomeranian would be like, I'm going to attack him, dude. It's so funny. The first time I got so spooked, I think somebody (laughs) shouted me being like, like, I'm sure they did. It's like Zinger. And everyone's like laughing. And then I'm just like so in abject terror of like getting bit by this fucking rabid Pomeranian. Yeah, dude, that was. So, so I remember people putting up clips that you can look it up. It's a uh, Kumi show. Fucking, you know, Ian gets attacked by a dog or whatever. It's Mason something. Is that guy's name? Do you remember it? Mason Watson. I don't know. No, look Mason something. Does she go like Mason child star redhead? He's like this little midget yeah. redhead guy. But so fucking Reese. funny. Reese. What is it? Reese. Reese. That's the guy. That's it. Mason Reese. That's his fucking name, dude. So <laughs> funny. Yes, the size of a Reese's Pieces cup, little Mason Reese, baby. So, so you you guys do the buy guy podcast. I had no idea Zach was by. Does he is does he have a chick? Does he have a, a boyfriend? What's his deal? Yeah, he's married. He said he kind of got um, into the buy world by being like a goth teenager and being like, if I make out with my friend, will you guys fuck us? And the girls would be like, we're gross. Okay. <laughs> I know. I know the way you describe that. I know exactly what he's talking about. Totally. Like that group of guys. What's that? You know, people like that, that were like, well, if if I like give my buddy a hand job, will you blow me? Like that kind of thing. I, so I've actually been proposed that by girls a lot. They'll be like, if you two guys make out, 
never like where well, you guys blow each other. Like right, if you guys right. make out, we'll fucking, you know, do something or whatever. So right. I've had that proposed a lot by chicks, but I'm just saying as far as that group of goth kids that the chicks are terrible, the guys are terrible. And it's right. like, if you guys are gay, we'll fucking, we'll fuck both of you. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can picture that so easily. And then you, when did you, you've, as long as I've known you, you've obviously been like, oh yeah, I fuck trannies. I fuck guys sometimes. When did you come out as gay or bi or, or whatever, dude? Uh, early or, or oh, later? when i was 32 that's that's what's oh, up. way later Mac was like yeah i'll make out with a guy at a party and then you know whatever and i was yeah. like yeah i will make out with a guy privately and, and <laughs> in shame and secret <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it just progressed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no it, it probably i yeah i was 32 wow. when i was telling people about it when, when did it was it way earlier you knew do you know it was like a kid or like 20s oh yeah I, I didn't know that i was bisexual. i thought i was like gay i thought that i was like ah. i was like the whole thing like am i gay i've been with a guy that means i'm gay and that's like not what it is at all like even the thing about being bi is like i don't even think i subscribe to being fully bisexual because that entails like like i i can't be intimate with men it's just this weird thing where it's not even weird it's just a thing about me that i can have sex with men but i'm not like attracted to them like i'm never like that guy's hot i want to get to know him you know like <laughs> yeah. i'll just fuck a guy and then go back to like loving women i'm just like a really sexually active and addictive person you know dude, and in talking about it i get so many messages and guys after shows that are like dude i thought i was fucking gay my whole life because i hooked up with like a couple guys and i just experimented but i'm not and i'm like yeah but the term bisexual makes people think like people get weirded out by it i feel like if you're like, yeah, like non-binary sure. trans people like you go girl and then when you're like i'm bi people are like you can't be that you, it's a choice <laughs> yeah 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 Jeez, homo, you're gay I'm yeah like, you can either pick one or everything they could, yeah. they could be like pansexual and be like whatever but yeah. yeah that is true there's like a stigma between being bi so you still that that um you have a very like roman soldier approach to sex i like it yeah. yeah, I'm very affectionate with my wife. But like when I'm at war, dude, I'm totally going to butt fuck my boys. Totally. totally. We're not snuggling after or like we're not going on dates and shit. I've, I've tried to do it. And it like, uh, you know, it's like, um, you know, and there's always something about Mary when Ben Stiller's in prison and he's laying in bed and the guy drapes his arm over him. And he's, <laughs> oh, God. That's like, yeah. Whenever I've tried to lay with a man, I'm like, I don't belong here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rough guy with nail polish. I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> so, okay. So you're, um, so I thought you were more like split down the middle then. So it's more women then. Yeah. I, I date I women. Like, I'm romantically involved with women. And then just physically I've acted out with men. I've dated you. trans women, but I, you know, that's a whole can of worms. And um, I am just more, I seek intimacy with women, but you know, also, I am bipolar and a symptom of bipolar is acting out in dangerous ways, you know, or like acting out in sexually um, dangerous scenarios and everything. And one of that is I, I would act out sexually with men or prostitutes as a like when I was going through yeah. like or something, you know what I mean? A dangerous thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and a lot of my like hookups in that world were like in public or like you know, in the back of a place or like in between, gotcha. like on the street or in a pot. Like it was, it always had this danger element. Very scandalous, impromptu fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, I, I feel like because I had a secret thing with a guy for like 11 years, it was only sexual, not intimate. We would fight each other in public. It was very much like a, you know, Catholic school, Brokeback Mountain. 
And uh, <laughs> there, there was like no love lost there at all. And I wonder if that plays into it. And that made me feel like you're this one thing. You're gay. You're a liar. Shame. It's like, no, I, I just there, there, you know, it's it's so like you can roll your eyes all you want. But I really do feel like sexuality is a spectrum. We're all on it. And just because you have thoughts and fantasies and feelings doesn't define you by a certain thing. And I know guys that are fucking straight as an arrow. And they're like, yeah, I look at gay porn. It's like, all right, well, that doesn't make you gay. Like, it just, I hate that. I hate that, you know, there's a million different fucking genders, but sexuality is a binary where people are like, well, if you do this one thing, that's what you are. Yeah. It's weird because that's not the way it is with women. Not with women at all. They, they just had a study come out that said like, uh, the, the largest representation in the LGBT community is bisexuality. But for men, it's, an incredibly small percentage and bisexual women is like through the roof and it's all straight women, not straight women, but women in opposite sex gendered relationships that identify as bisexual. Yeah. Cause like 80% of chicks are like, yeah, I'm like, like I'd make out with the chick or like, yeah, you know, I'd fool around with a girl or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's way more commonplace and acceptable yeah. to be gay as a chick, you know, mm -hmm. bisexual, whatever, you know, fuck mm -hmm. around with girls than it is the other way for sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, no girl is going to like, also, women are incredibly beautiful creatures. They're they're oh, I, for like, sure, dude. the hottest, greatest things walking the fucking planet. I I don't I don't walk and like check out guys. I can be like, oh yeah, that guy's hot, whatever. But I I don't my eyes don't cartoonishly fall out of my head for men the way it does with women. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna stop and stare at a poster of like Ronaldo on the street. I'm gonna fucking almost jerk off in public if I see the thing for Rihanna. You know, like I got okay. And so like women are so beautiful. So the idea of them hooking up together, it's like, yeah, do it, do it. And then it's like, if you and I hooked up on this podcast, your viewership would just go through the toilet. You know, like, <laughs> these two fucking bags. Like, yeah. 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 matters, You know? Yeah. 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 And like, and, uh, and even with, with the, with the tease, dude, same thing. That's just the tr uh, dude trying to be a woman. Like you said, you're attracted to women. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, there's also like different, like so many different shades, you know, like there's like femboys and transvestites and cross-dressers and like, you know, just because yeah. man, just it's because definitely that, a spectrum of how good the trannies are looking for sure. Well, you know, I, I don't say that word. You can say what you want, but um, I you just said fag. I can't say tranny. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you can say whatever you want. I'm just choosing not to. I, I'm, I'm not going to say that. They're, I got you. I got they're you. A very angry group. Uh, you know, they're an ornery bunch. For yeah, sure. they're an ornery bunch. They're picklers, <laughs> you know. But um, also, I am half one of those things. So I feel like I can. Oh, that's right. You do. You have like the N word pass for gay. Yeah, guys. that's true. I forgot for bi guys. <laughs> I mean, look, how bad do you want it? You know, go out there and make a man of someone. That's true. That's an easy N word pass to get. There it is. Yeah, for it. Just have a couple more of them stud wisers go out and be some <laughs> absolutely brother yeah the closest thing i've done and i'll ask you this because you're kind of a uh kind of a what i would say an expert on the topic of uh, like sexuality and shit like that the closest thing that i've done to gay is double team a chick with another dude now oh. no now no dp no crossing swords on no fooling around just just pig roasting one on one end one on the mm. other and then rotate now, do you, would you consider that gay in any ways? Some people tell me yes. Some people say no. No. Why would that be gay? Unless you're that's fucking my oh, exact the guy. My exact thought. Thank you. That, that's like the, you know, everyone talks about like internalized home. There's a lot of internalized home. We were talking on the podcast today about today about playing the game. Smear the queer. If that's not <laughs> like, 
you know, like gay people bad. It's like, yeah. and it's like, ah, oh, man, it makes sense why I always wanted the football. Um, but it's, mm. uh, it's like, that's not gay at all. You're having sex with a woman. Exactly. You know? If you yeah. were like wanting it to be a man, then I'd say like, look at that. But it's like, how is that gay? You're just yep. in the same room with a guy. Exactly. Okay, like changing in a locker room with a guy is gay, you know? Yeah. Like how afraid of your own sexuality are yeah. you? That it's like, you can't, it's not like, like me and my, we wouldn't even make eye contact. I'm not looking at his dick. I'm literally, you know what I mean? Yeah. This is like, this is a very technical like operation. Dick, and you're like, dude, man, you're one of my best friends. You know that? Yeah. No, it's just <laughs> like this some horn. It's like, uh, we'd all be drunk and it'd be like, hey, hey, can my buddy come? And it'd be, you know, I'd do him a solid. He'd do me a solid, you know? Yeah. There's like four guys living in a house, me and three of my best friends. So we'd hook yeah. each other up sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's American- some people are like, yeah, you're gay for that, dude. You had sex. Yeah. They say you had sex with a man. I'm like, well, I had sex with a man, but I didn't have sex with a man. Right. You right. know what I mean? Like, yes, we were there at the same time, but we did yeah. nothing. At a, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. So thank you for being level headed on that. Some people of are course. insane. I know, dude, there's a lot of insane people out there on both sides. I feel like I'm very level headed and, and kind of, logical with about uh, a lot of things but you know it's it's very much people this viewpoint that you do it's so funny because i feel like a lot of people are like you know we should be forgiven for what we say or blah 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 like they're the same people they're like hey if you do one gay thing you're gay forever but um, one dick you're a fag for life yeah yeah and it's like my dad used to say is that, is that shut up really? i swear to god yeah <laughs> <laughs> holy shit that's it it turns out he was just like reliving trauma yeah, he was, yeah, it was an inner monologue. He's just talking to himself. Talking to himself, no one else. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Shout out, Dad. Yeah, I love uh, you, Mr. Fens. But Fens Senior, dude. I'm Fens yeah. the second, and then I got Fens the third, dude. The young oh, king. Great. Yeah, man. Fenzy you got going on. Fenzy Fenzy. Yep. yep. I wonder uh what people always say. You know what's funny, dude? It's like you have a kid or like uh your wife gets pregnant, all your buddies, first of all, before you know the gender, they're all like, It's gonna be a girl. They all fuck with you. They're all like, right. There's no way it's gonna be a boy. Yeah, it's a death sentence, it's gonna be a girl. It's gonna be a girl. So then it's a boy. Then immediately they change that to he's gonna be gay, dude. You're gonna have a gay son. It's so fucking it's so yeah. fucked how people fuck with you like that. I know, I know. Your son's gonna be gay, you deserve it. Yeah, your son's gonna be you know how many times I've heard your son's gonna be trans. That's probably that's like a new one that's like a modern day one yeah yeah that's like it's constantly evolving you know yeah man people just constantly wish ill on your children for no reason dude worst part about your kid being trans you got to buy him two birthday gifts you know (laughs) and his birthday's close to christmas so he's getting fucked in the deal i know man he's getting the same set of two presents dude they just changed uh mr potato head is now non-gendered i saw that it's just called potato head now yeah and it's so funny in talking about they're like well he, it is just a potato. It's like, yeah, at the end of the day, who gives a fuck? It's like, no shit. But like, didn't they have Mr. and Mrs. Potato? Like, who fucking cares? They mix and, mix like, and match them. The kids well, did now, it anyway. Yeah, now they call it Potato Head, and you can turn the Potato Head into a Mr. or Mrs. or whatever you want, you know? That's so fucking gay, dude. You could have done it. Yeah. We did it as a kid. You could make Mrs. Mr. and vice I versa. I know, and it's like giggly and fun, and then yeah. now like telling you like no this is specifically what it is so you can you can be whatever you want and we're going to insert it in you in such a young age you know actually you know what dude it's who the what kid is playing with a potato head at in this day and age don't they have way cooler toys now well i feel like it's a toddler thing and then pumping that into a toddler set at an early age is like or like having like your boy forcing them to not play with fire trucks because that's like a gender toy dude when i was little i like 
I had a crush on a girl and I went to her house and she played with Barbies. So I got Barbies so I could play with them to like talk to her about Barbies, you know, yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. like a Barbie phase. And my parents weren't like, no, you little homo GI Joe's only. They're like, all right, you want a Barbie, whatever makes you happy. Go ahead. Yeah. I like grew out of it. But if I played with a bar, I feel like if a child boy played with a Barbie, now the parents would be like, look, they're trans. It's like, yeah. no, he'd, like, he'd be getting the hormones in a week. dude. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dude, when I was in when I was in like preschool and shit, I would only respond to like Peter Venkman, Egon Spengler. And my parents had to go to the school and be like, listen, he's Egon this week. He won't respond to Ian. Just go with it. He's <laughs> not listening. And the teacher would be like, okay. And then they call my parents and be like, look, like this is enough. We have to call him Ian. And if my parents like push it to this day, I'd be like, I'm a ghostbuster. You know? <laughs> That's fucking dude, crazy, okay. dude. Yeah. So what was it, Egan, and what was the other one? Don Spangler from the Ghostbusters and Peter Venkman. Really? Oh, and Peter Venkman. So one day you'd be Peter and one day you'd be Egan. Yeah, and then one day I'd be Donatello and I'd make my mom tape my fingers together so it looked <laughs> like I had like turtle paws, you know? They yeah. Let, they let this go on at the school. They played a lot of it. I, I mean, not for long. My parents are like, look, like we have no control over this thing. He's a monster. Can you guys just satiate his delusion? Yeah. You know? Holy shit. That's so yeah. fucking. We do. Would the other kids fucking with you for pretending to be a ninja turtle? Like to that extent? I don't know. I, I really don't have like clear memories. I just how, remember. How old are we talking? Like, biting a kid. Were you a biter as a kid? No. Who's going to the biters? <laughs> Those kids were bad news, bro. I know. I know. I was one of the biters, man. My son just turned one, and um, he's a, he's teething so bad. He only has eight teeth right now, and right. he just he just bites me randomly. It fucking sucks, dude, because yeah. he's got eight little vampire teeth. Yeah, like little puppy fangs. Exactly, like little puppy fangs. But when you get to like preschool or first grade, and there's still kids biting you, yeah, you got to watch out for them. I know a lot of issues. Yeah, I thankfully I, I grew out of my biting phase, and then you know I just always wanted to have some sort of flesh in my mouth, and that kind of played out later in life, you know. <laughs> So I was going to ask you because I was very curious. I was going to say, gun to your head, you taking pussy a dick if you had to take one for the rest of your life. But it sounds like pussy easily. Yeah. Okay. So then I to see. So I thought you were more right down the middle. You're way more. It's, it's like when you're on a diet. You're, you're like a straight guy who fucks dudes and trannies a few times. You know. And then you want to have a cheat day. You want to be bad. You yeah. know. Okay. Well, have a burger. I'm going to go out to the. I'd bar. say you're more Q plus, bro, than by curious. I don't know. It was just Matt. Matt and uh, Shane's. They used to call Matt. Q plus because he jerked off the tranny porn. Anything but trannies and women, but he had a tranny porn phase, so they called him Q plus. You know, you're not gay, you're not straight, you're not bi, you're something else. You know, you're just a little something. You're not fully straight. Yes, I mean, like the word queer, I guess, would be applicable, but I feel like that has such a weird connotation to it. Yeah, queer is a very negative. It's it's right up there with fag. Like that's like it's it just has this like like I'm going to like change your pronouns around in a conversation or something like it just has like this like bicky bick bickering like vibe to it i guess yeah i guess it's base i am queer i i don't know i feel like i'm just me i do what i want when i want and i don't let anything bother me anymore about it i don't feel shame yeah. I, part of my life has kind of passed me i'm not going out like looking for things like that anymore but the fantasy is still there very much but i don't like go out and actually physically make that fantasy come true, you know? And I feel like uh, finding that freedom and being honest about it has really helped me out a lot. And I, it's a lot less like shame and everything about it, but yeah, I bet, there, there is a thing of like, you know, people really do 
it's it's very common, especially for like little boys to fall around with other little boys and then make them think like, I'm secretly gay. I'm wrong. Oh my God, I'm gay. I'm a, I'm a fraud. I'm a fraud. And then that like fucks with you your whole life, you know? Yeah, I bet. Toxic masculinity of guys being like, this chick didn't hook up with me. She's a fucking bitch, bro. It's just them masking yeah. the fact that they jerked, jerked off with their friend Steve when they were like 10. Yeah, know? I was just going to say, so many guys carry the guilt of like, dude, am I gay? Just because yeah. they like, because just because they jerked off together because they found a fucking DVD in, you know, in their stepdad's drawer and they jerked off yeah. at 10 together. It's like, dude, no, you're you just too- carry that shit with them their whole life. Uh, for and, sure, like, man. It is important to encourage people to like be yourself and like accepting, but like, you know, it's, it's like weird. It's, it's this weird thing where we're at, where if like, I feel like if a kid was found out to have jerked off to gay porn, people would be like, you're LGBT, you, you're gay. Yes. Be gay. And it's like, no, that's just like a phase or something. No, maybe I just did a little too much Coke one night and this is the yeah. only way I could come, dude. Yeah. I mean, and chill out. It's a boy that's playing with girl toys. It's very much, you were trans, you were a girl, be a girl. And it's like, well, that's unhealthy too. Yes. Like, Kids and young adults, even teenagers, our brain doesn't fully develop until 25, 26. And it's like, we're still exploring. We're still figuring things out. We're still trying to find an identity and to label it a lifelong truth, I think is detrimental to our growth as humans. And I think you back yourself into a corner where you feel identified as a certain thing. And if you break that identity, well, who am I? Have I been this person this whole time? What am I? Who am I? And we're all tribal. We're all looking for our little like niche, our group. So yes. if you can be part of that group, you'll mold yourself to like be accepted by whatever group you're then hanging in, you know? Yeah, that's tough. Like, like exactly what you said. People are trying to be a part of something. They want to be a part of a group or this or a clique or whatever. And it's sad to see you see it where people will be like, oh, this is the cool thing to be now where I can be a part of this. Uh, you know, this trans group or this gay group or whatever, and they do it and they're not all the way in on it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Sometimes they'll even cut their own dicks off, too. And then they realize later, like, oh, I, mean, I, fu- I fucked up. Well, there, there are some about detransitioning and, and yeah. it, it, the rate is pretty high, but those studies get shut down because they, they're deemed transphobic. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think ultimately we are, life is pain, life is hell, life is unfair, and it sucks. And for centuries and millennium and for so long, we had to go about, we had to trudge this, dig through this hole called life on our own and find our own things. And now with the internet, it's so much easier to find your camp and it's so much easier to find your little niche and your little area. So people build up these enclaves online and then make themselves that. And then when they go into the real world, they seek that out too. And it just kind of like, yeah, you do find a community, but in a way it's almost like alienating even more because there are so many different like offshoots. Does that yes. make sense? No, a hundred percent, dude. I've talked about this a bunch of times where exactly what you're saying is you keep uh, putting yourself in a smaller and smaller box where you start off as like, okay, I'm a dude. And then it's like, I'm a white dude. I'm a, a, a gay white dude. Or, or, you know what I mean? And like, you keep dividing yourself into these smaller and smaller and smaller camps. You keep dividing yourself like more and more and more. Right. Uh, to like, I'm a, I'm a anarchist, neo-capital, trans, fucking da 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 And it's just like, you're just narrowing yourself down. It's like, dude, you're just you. You don't have to narrow yourself down. You got it, man. You're just into you. this fucking corner. I don't know if I'm bi. I, I mean, by definition, I guess. I don't know if I'm queer. I, I, I definitely think, yeah. fuck dick, you're not 100% straight, but that's okay. You can be straight leaning, you know. That's just <laughs> yeah. me. I enjoy the life I live. I enjoy doing what I do when I do it. 
And I'm not going to let anyone put me. And it's funny because my straight friends would be like, dude, you've never dated a guy. You're fake gay. And I'm like, well, I never said I was gay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) true. And then like gay people would be like, oh, honey, you're just gay. You don't know it yet. And I'm like, well, that's not welcoming. You know, that doesn't feel good. And they're very predatory. Those gay guys, they're probably just trying to fuck you. It's I've been I've been approached many a time, dude. They're aggressive. Like, I know what women are what women suffer through when a gay guy hits on you. I have, I mean, I very, very much. And, and, you know, like I, I always have obviously had empathy for women and what they've gone through, but coming out as bi has kind of shot that into the next stratosphere because I've seen even, even like in the gay community that I've been involved in just how, like, I mean, guys are fucking pig animals. Like when oh, women sure. are like men are scum, it's like here, here, sister, it's a truth. They, I mean, I've been grabbed. I've been accosted. I've been tried to been kissed after shows. I've had, I've been like harassed. I've had guys just like DM me like dick pics. Can I suck your dick? Like shit off the bat. And I'm like, if I'm going through this every once in a while, what the fuck are women going in? Going oh, yeah, dude. At the same time, like, you know, a ton of gay guys or like bi guys will, they'll do this thing where they'll compliment my comedy. Be like, you were so funny. And I'll be like, oh, thanks, man. And they'll be like, would you ever hook up with me? Or like, it's, it's always like the compliment is a foot in the door. And so many of my friends that are, you know, female comedians, it's just so tough. Cause they, they got to do this thing of like, Oh, I have a fan base. Do they like me? Cause I'm funny. What I'm putting out. Or do they like it? Cause they think this is a backdoor into fucking. Yep. And that's like such a head fuck too. You know, like finding the root of like, do people like me or what do they want for me? And when there's a sexual component to it, you know, and, and guys are like so predatory and it's happened to me a million fucking times. You know, I can't imagine how many times it happens to women, you know. And this is a lot more since you've came out as bisexual too. guys are a lot more just like, hey, dude. Oh, yeah. 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 Because yeah. I talk freely and openly about it. And I not that I'm like trying to convert anyone. My I guess my message mostly is that it's OK. Like if you have these thoughts, like you don't have to be one thing or another and it doesn't make you x y or z because i guarantee i'm not the only one in this room that's had these thoughts and my favorite thing to do is go on the road and just be myself and you know i'm like very likable and fun on stage i make things conversational and i draw people in and they like love me and then when i hit them with like oh i'm this thing i see them pull back and i see them change their perception go oh no and i go oh well you don't like me now huh i wonder why (laughs) yeah 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 i was your boy five minutes ago and now you find this and that's my favorite thing with black rooms you know, they'll like fucking love. Ooh, they must they not that. like that. I don't think so. I don't, but then you call it out and they like, yeah, it's true. You know, and that's always a fun thing to play with because, you know, we're fucking human. We're tribal. We have these like, you know, uh, feelings and beliefs and everything. And like, yeah. you know, you, you can't help it. I don't think it makes you a bad person. I think we're all a little bigoted. I think we're all a little oh, for sure. It's a lot of it's instinctual. A lot of it's just totally. the, way, the way that we were raised from a young kid, our parents, because they're an older generation. Open to hearing other things and thinking about things in another way. Yeah. Yeah. How you feel as long as you're open to it to like, you know, that's why I, I am diametrically opposed to Kumia and, you know, uh, some of the shows I go on, I don't agree with it, but I love going on them because I love a good discussion. I love back and forth. I feel like you can get more flies with honey than you can with vinegar. And I always talk to anyone because I don't think like them and I don't think like that. And maybe they'll open me up to something that I hadn't seen. And maybe I'll open them up to something that they hadn't seen. But I think when you shut people out just based on identity or the uh, perception of who they are based off of just a, a ballot or or some sort of thing that 
really is just a book cover. I think you're doing yourself and humanity a disservice, you know? Yeah. Dude, that's and you're great on Kumi and all those shows Thanks. where it's like you say an opposite viewpoint. It's fucking yeah. hysterical. Thanks, man. I you know appreciate I mean? it. But yeah. it's uh Ian, it's 645. You gotta get out of here, brother. Go do your show. Oh, this was awesome. Thank you so much, dude. No, dude, thank thank you for coming on, man. Seriously. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. So the chat was popping off, and uh, this is a really good talk, man. I, I didn't even look at it. I was so in the conversation with oh, you. They, they were saying some shit. I was just looking over at you the whole time. But um, what do you get to plug, brother? I, I, I animal six nine on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram. I Twitch all the time. It's a good old time. Uh, I animal six nine. I a n i m a l six nine. Uh, the ska band sock full of pennies, baby. Check us out. And oh yes. Bye guys. Every Thursday, 11 a.m. on Guest Digital on Ian's Impotent Playlist, Sirius XM Radio, Channel 99. Every Friday at 1.00.